0: This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to thedeluxeditionnetwork.com.
1: Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised.
2: What is up, folks? This is a special edition uh, episode of BVK. Uh, we are, you're probably right now with family and uh, enjoying the holiday season. Um, and so rather than put out a full new episode, it is time for the second edition of Best Video Kingdom's Greatest Hits.
3: This is kind of a nice little tradition we have. Me, me and you hanging out, have some drinks and we got rid of those other fuckers. We don't need them. Yeah. And then we replaced them with somebody who came and hung out with us. It was nice enough to be here.
2: Yeah. So. You, you wanted to make it weird and bring in a third. And I yeah. was like, Scotch, I thought this was just you and I like little special thing. And, and all of a sudden you're like, no, you want to introduce some new people to our table.
3: Well, last, last year you tried to jingle my balls. So <laughs> I true. needed some help.
2: So. <laughs> um, we got Hank, King of the Hoisters, friend of the show. Hank, how's it going, my dude?
4: Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, just thank you for this golden oaky. This thing is tasty. Dude, when you come to
3: the cantina, uh, you know, I, I, I treat you right. You can drink I whatever it. I have in my fridge, whatever I have on my shelves, you
2: know and that is the last call golden oki which is available in their tap room right now if you would care to go down uh you know pick up some for new years because mm. it is almost the new year this is ending 2023 uh 2023 was a, a good year for BVK oh. we had a, a a lot of uh we we put out an episode every tuesday that was part of it we we did put out an episode we had no breaks and uh we had a lot of fun we had a lot of good guests we had some Awesome drafts, awesome memories, and we're going to go through a few of those today. So, I think we got to start at basically back at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. in January. Uh, we got to brew the second edition of BVK IPA. We did the director's cut and we went down to the last call brewing tap, uh, not tap room. We went down to the last call brewing facility and actually made uh, BDK while we recorded some pods. And uh,
3: This was the first time, because I missed the first time I wasn't able to go to brew day, so I got to experience it this time, and it was really fun to lift some bags of grain and, and actually see the process, and Walter was so great and, and teaching us how to do everything, and and Liza was was there also. I was going to
2: say, let's not forget, Liza did that, most of the work. That, that's very, and That, very that is the truth. She
3: lifted way more shit than I did,
2: <laughs> for sure. But yeah, we sat down, and we we did a speed draft, and in that speed, draft uh there was definitely some some funny moments and uh i think we're gonna jump in and and catch a little bit and and the funniest thing about the speed draft is that Oh, maybe we'll bring this in every once in a while. And then we didn't. Ever. Yeah, it was the we, first and last gonna, so far. I thought you were going to say that
4: Zach was a champion. <laughs> but, <laughs> Zach. Oh, he'll tell you he's the champion. He, he still thinks sure. that that deserves a, an
2: actual W, but yeah. uh, it really didn't. But he's yeah, he's the last one to win a speed draft, which it, is true. It
3: was fun. And one thing I remember about it was it wasn't exactly as speedy as I thought it was going to be. Because like we, we were afraid we weren't going to get a full episode out of it. And I think oh, it was, yeah. we got at least a good hour. But uh, Oh, yeah. Anyway. No,
2: it, was, it was a good time. So go ahead and check this out, folks.
3: Moving on to round two, and the first pick will be Zach.
1: Ooh, and that's perfect because I know exactly. So, so good. round two is favorite two bar food.
3: Is favorite bar food. So okay, and, so
1: we're out at the bar. We've got our favorite <laughs> beer, and we're going to pick our favorite bar food. Correct. And I, I by far, I am going. There is a one of one on this one. Regular right? buffalo chicken wings, buffalo flavored chicken wings, bone in. <laughs> bone in chicken wings i prefer i know walter's walter's (laughs) hating it's all right it's fine it's fine it's two no 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 i'm not done chicken wings
3: it's speed draft oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm
1: going uh pretzels with beer cheese
5: Mm,
3: what
2: the hot pretzels warm pretzels with beer cheese with salt or without salt with salt okay Okay. at least you did that right
3: (laughs) okay beer cheese um okay walter All
6: right. Well, since uh, chicken wings are off the table, which is the best bar food ever, I'm going to have to say mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks with a nice marinari dip.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
7: I
8: hate how you said both of those words. I know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It was very aggressively.
6: (laughs)
7: Marinari? Mozzarella.
2: with (laughs) marinari.
7: Mozzarella.
3: (laughs) Okay. And uh, Liza, you get the last pick.
7: I'm really surprised no one said this, but garlic fries. That's Ooh. my number one. Ooh. Whether yeah. I'm drunk or hungover, that is my number one. What was it? What, what, sorry, what was it? Garlic fries. Garlic fries.
3: Garlic.
1: It's nothing better than seeing that cute girl across the bar. You get up and go talk to her, and she's got that garlic fry breath. And You're just <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, girl.
7: That's how you know you found the right one.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's going to town
2: on garlic fries, and she don't give a fuck. Come on.
7: <laughs> extra garlic, extra butter, <coughs> extra
2: onions.
6: Uh, no one said nachos.
3: Yeah. Cal- Calamari. Yeah. Uh, that, I thought Calamari that. Calamari is. Yeah. Oh, that one's. That's definitely. I don't think of that as a bar food. That's number two though. for me.
7: Eh, it, that's but, a number one appetizer. Yeah, that's yeah. a good appetizer. But I don't see a bunch of bars that have calamari.
3: And that, in that's it. exactly why. Because my first thought was calamari, mm. but then I was like, it's not a. It's, it's a. Yeah. It's a pub food kind of, but it's more of an appetizer at any restaurant. That's so, good though. That's true. So that's why I kind of talked myself out of it. My number one on Scotchler's that list. Nobody over here. said Scotchler's list. No. But here's the thing. I'm wrestling with it mozzarella sticks absolutely not marinara sauce ranch,
1: ranch.
2: are you a ranch oh ranch. that's terrible got
3: to be ranch and
8: mozzarella with
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: think he didn't choose mozzarella sticks. He chose mozzarella. <laughs> yeah,
8: he, he said like Christopher with <laughs> <marinari> yeah. mozzarella. <laughs> with <laughs> marinara <laughs> sauce.
6: If I'm being completely honest, I dip my mozzarella sticks <laughs> in blue cheese dressing. Ooh, um, but wow. I know like the standard is the marinara to come with them. So
2: that's well, so you are you know, trying you're not. hard. I, I, I go. <laughs> I go a dip in the ranch. A dip in the
1: mar- marinara. <laughs> I knew you were a Stop
2: double dipper.
3: Double dipper. Marinari. Mara All right. So mozzarella is number 1. So yeah, so mozza- mozzarella to me is number 1. Fried cheese. And I'm giving you a bonus point, but I'm actually not going to give it first place.
1: What? Because chicken How wings does that is make the, any sense? because chicken wings is the obvious first choice.
3: Chicken wings is last. Buffalo <laughs> Buffalo wings is number 1. Thank it's you. It's number it's number it, 1. It's number one, it but, is number 1. But mozzarella because you're on Scotch's list gets a bonus point and gets the same points. Let me ask I'll everybody,
1: if you're getting chicken wings, are you getting Blue cheese or ranch.
3: Blue cheese. Blue cheese.
1: I get blue cheese, but I never use
6: it. Ranch I never use never it. I
2: don't, <laughs> I don't dip shit. Okay.
3: And then if, um, it's a, if
2: it's a spicy <laughs> buffalo, I'll I'll give it a good dip in the blue cheese because it kind of smooths it out a little bit. Oh
7: yeah, exactly. And flats
2: but, flats or
6: drums. It's all for me, I'm all flats. I I, I love both. Personally. I do love both. I don't I don't
3: care. Yeah. But boneless I don't. I, I've had more. Those aren't wings. Boneless
1: are not wings.
6: That's yeah. a chicken, chicken
1: that's a nugget. <laughs> You show your age, Liza. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I hate
1: it
5: here. I hate Jump,
1: All these twenty-two-year-olds just hate bones <laughs> in their chicken. So here's
3: it's the ridiculous. Thing. <laughs> the drums. I've they like if they're cooked right and they're cooked through, they're they're great. They're amazing. But I've had undercooked. You know, Ooh, not, not, raw, not raw. But, but they're not but, crispy. Yeah, either. they're not crispy and they don't feel like a wing. So that's yeah. why I like the, the, the flats flat. better.
1: So I personally will order the chicken wings. This is what I was going to say earlier. I, I like to order chicken wings with the sauce on the side extra crispy so that I get the extra crispy wing. Because sometimes they'll let it sit for too long and then they bring it out to you and you got a soggy wing. Mm-hmm. You so sound like high to,
5: maintenance. Oh. oh. <laughs> 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 you just went. <laughs>
2: I'll, take, I'll take the bonus. No joke. All right. So later, just a couple episodes later, we uh, at BBK we got to celebrate our hundredth episode anniversary. Super yep. spectacular, and uh, it was a uh, it was a special day. If you don't remember, uh, when we came in, uh, we had the studio was decorated. We had yeah. uh, cake and all sorts of interesting things going on balloons was,
3: and streamers yeah the 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 wives secret um, surprise, yeah. They, they yeah they didn't tell you guys about it and then they I was in on it and it was it was weird because I just felt like Like I was cheating on you guys or something because your wives were like, (laughs) it was so weird (laughs) because I couldn't say anything and, and, uh, yeah, but it was great. They came over here and decorated uh, for us. It was sweet.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, all the, the media that was here and like they had the red carpet out and we walked up and in the crowds, we had a, a lot of security, you know,
3: Geraldo Rivera was out there interviewing people.
2: Yeah, a Geraldo,
3: huh? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, pull that. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of look like him.
2: Kinda, That's why I uh, there my There you go. There you mustache. Go. Um, but on this episode, it was uh, there's something about Mary, and and if you remember the movie, uh, there is the guitar player who continuously comes in. And Jonathan Richmond. Jonathan Richmond comes in and and plays some little segments uh, throughout the movie, and you know when you have a talented musician in house, uh, he decided to cook up some special little bumpers for us. Scotch, what yeah. did you think? How did this come to you? Just came to your mind? You like said, "Fuck, I'm going for it."
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know when I thought of it. Um I, and again, I kept I kept it secret. I, whenever I do my my little musical things, my my commercials or anything like that, I, I don't like to tell you guys. I say, "Hey, I did something." And then um, of course, I, I have to send it to you so you kind of get the surprise spoiled cuz you got to actually put it into the <laughs> board and stuff. But anyway, uh yeah, so I just thought, "Hey, it'd be kind of fun to take that theme or uh, kind of learn it in this kind of weird owl style make some things and so about four of the different segments I came up and you guys gave me shit because I didn't do all of them but I ran out of time.
2: So alright but hey that's what you're going to hear right now is some of those little special bumpers that Scotchbeck put together for us.
3: Here we go. <laughs> His friends showed him a podcast to try to make him laugh His mood improved instantly His tears now in the past With drafts and talks of movies Interviews and penis jokes (laughs) There's something about Bevy Kingdom of Video Bevy There's just something about Bevy.
1: Fuck yeah, folks.
2: (laughs) That's just (laughs) magical, friends. And hey, BVK, how y'all doing out there? We are uh, joined together by uh, Scotch Beck's beautiful, sultry voice. God, Scott, if only you were talented, dude. Jesus
3: Christ. There's just something about Bevy that (laughs) brings it out of me.
2: And there's definitely something about Bevy folks because uh, we've reached a little milestone here, and you know numbers are just numbers. But when that double digits turns to triple digits, it's like, like a threesome of numbers. And there's yeah, there's now we added an extra one to the party, and uh, things are about <laughs> to start. Things are about to start getting weird, <laughs> and I think they should. So we are at the hundredth episode, folks. BBK 100. This is a,
1: a little celebration. Woo! We're in the fucking cantina. Yeah, Where it? Can't. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. We all look at Scott. <laughs> you're like, all right, applaud us, buddy. <laughs> Party of
3: one. I mean, shit. I thought it was an occasion or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, We're in fucking
1: Scotchler's Cantina. We've got like some amazing decorations that some of the wives came and uh, and put put all over the uh, all over the Cantina. They got, they
3: got sneaky on you too, and I, and I had to keep secrets from you again. You and...
1: son of a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I just can't help but think like how easy. Like I talked to her several times, and she just like super easily lied to me about where she was and what yeah. she was doing. Oh, so no. I'm a little concerned <laughs> that- about how easily that. <laughs> rolled off her tongue. I noticed it. And I, she was and at it, another man's house. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, up what are you no doing? Good. She's like, oh, I'm at the grocery store. Blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit. <laughs> she was freaking hanging out with Scott,
3: putting up balloons. Yeah, I, 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 I felt awkward. <laughs> gotta be honest. <laughs> oh, ah, boy.
5: Damn.
3: Pour yourself a tall drink, sit back and just relax While we ask our silly questions to anyone who wrote us back But mostly hypothetical is all that we can do Except for that one guy who made Hoosiers and Rudy too, drinking Drinking with the director. Was it just for one night, and you never called them back? you club them with a shovel and shoot them in the back? Or take them home to mom and dad and get down on one knee? It's BVK's version of fuck, kill, or marry. We're shagging. Shag, snag, or body bagging. genre or the way the story went so we made a rom-com horror or change the way it ends like Kevin's home alone traps fucking up his family or make everyone a vampire so it ends bloody reshelving or an alternate ending.
2: You know, one of my favorite things about being on BBK is that uh, sometimes we get some little running gags that pop up every once in a while, and mm-hmm. it's something that it happens in one episode, and then all of a sudden it starts carrying over to to multiple episodes. And uh, this year, we finally did start doing some Tom Hanks movies, which we mm-hmm. hadn't done for uh, the entire hundred and something episode run. All right. We, we finally went to Forrest Gump and uh, Zach, who has worked at a Bubba Gump's. Decided to just start using his forest voice uh, for pretty much everything, and it carried on for quite a few episodes. So this was kind of like the the birth of the of the uh, Zach going to his Forrest Gump voice and and using it in the most inappropriate and funny right. times. Did
4: he learn that or use that at the restaurant?
2: I don't think they're supposed to imitate the
4: voice, but they say, definitely oh, had, to sh- had to do it. trivia. He had to do trivia for sure. He it for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we should have asked him that. And I, I might have to ask him when I want to see him next time. If, if anybody was doing that jump around there, if they got in trouble for doing it at the restaurant. I
2: bet, I bet guests were doing it a lot more than, oh, for than sure. the workers were. Yeah, so, but yeah, so we're going to hear just a little bit of snippet of, of, of Zach and his wonderful Forrest Gump voice. So here you go. Zach, you could have written Forrest Gump 2 because we talked about it earlier before you were on. We talked about it earlier before you on, and, and in Forrest Gump 2, there was going to be uh, Forrest Gump in the white bronco with O.J. Simpson. Okay. Oh, I
1: love that. I love that. <laughs> and like, and this also... Guy, this guy was driving fast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then also Forrest Gump becoming a a, a a bingo caller at an Indian reservation. And this poor Indian lady happened to work in Oklahoma at the uh, Oklahoma Federal Building in the daycare when the bombing happens.
1: Dude, all these, <laughs> all these things are possible. All these things are possible. I think we're due He's for like, Forrest
2: Gump 2. Uh, electric Puglue?
5: <laughs>
1: I, yeah. I hate to rain on everybody's parade, but Forrest Gump 2 does exist. The guy that wrote Forrest Gump, the book that this movie is based on, has already written Forrest Gump 2, and it is a book. I have not read it i've heard that it's sort do you of you have some shit. highlights do you yeah, have any highlights from it i don't they didn't they didn't teach us that when we were uh shit. serving drinks at I, n-
2: I know it wasn't house. too long they, ago they don't tell you about but but i've in the actual Forrest gun book he goes to space he becomes an astronaut which they did not do in the movie so he does
3: it's called apollo, 13. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's called apollo 13 all right
3: anybody Reshelfer. else got
2: any uh reshelfers
0: no nope. yeah I mean, uh, all day anymore, anymore no
1: i think we i think we covered it pretty hard with our most fucking controversial take of the entire uh, <laughs> no, any, uh the, the any entire anymore
2: uh, we don't uh, even know series, that she had aids so we i mean it's just the it's the assumption for
3: everybody did. well it's it's so. talked about on the internet it, i they, think she they, probably they, had they don't think it's aids they they, they it could be like hepatitis point. or something i don't know something else
1: I think it's an yeah. Answer. At some point in Forrest Gump 2 in about 2019 December, he goes to uh, Wuhan, Japan and has a bat soup <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> promptly flies back to New York and fucking wreaks absolute havoc.
2: Oh, man. I've got a cold.
3: <laughs> so what are we doing I'll next week it's a
1: cold Jenna
2: I, I just i hated the part when he was you know he was inflating tom brady's footballs he happened to get a job and he was like just gonna exactly. pump up tom brady's balls <laughs> so another kind of uh, i guess you could almost call it a running gag is uh of course to 20, 2023 is going to be remembered not that it, it came out or or debuted but um uh ai is taking over everything yeah. chat gpt um all the different uh chat bots and stuff that are now associated with different websites uh this was a big thing and of course bvk had to jump right into it and start playing around with uh uh ai because we did the movie ex machina alex garland um real quick gentlemen have you seen the trailer for uh alex garland's upcoming film civil war
3: Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I, you, yeah. I think I, had I, think it I sent said it to you. You sent it to me, and then somebody else sent it to me like the next day, yeah. It's, it
2: looks a little bit too close to home right now.
3: Yeah, it's one of those things where you you see it, and it goes, that looks kind of badass, but it's also going to be kind of uncomfortable. Present day, or is it past? It's present day. Present day, yeah. yeah. Like Civil uh, War with people, and yeah. I, it, it'll be interesting to see... It's got how how political it is. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
2: Right. And there could be a twist. I mean, Alex Garland, I mean, he's known for like, I mean, taking things and sci-fi twists and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be tried to be like super on the nose of like, hey, America, this might be happening soon. Or if it's going to be like, there's a twist or whatever. But
3: the the thing is, I didn't realize it was him when I saw that trailer. And now I actually am more interested than I was. Like after I saw it, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But now I know it's him. That kind of makes me go. Well, I think it might be worth a check.
4: Yeah, he does not predictable with his movies, which is great. Yeah, like you think it's going to go one way, it could totally take. A, but he also, it's
3: direction. his movies are kind of uncomfortable They're too. They're yeah. pretty yeah. dark. So. Well, I mean, he was
2: uh, the ex Machina. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. AI, that's that's definitely a, a big worry, and and uh, yeah, it's, a little, it's getting closer and closer um, each passing day. Yeah. Um. But there is a, a Jesse Plemons has a, a a spot in that movie. Yeah. Where he asks. Uh, what kind of American? You're, you're, are yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're like, we're American. You're like, what, what kind of American are you? And like that, oh, wow. it gives goosebumps, dude. It's like, oh shit, because he he can play that that type of guy yeah. so perfectly. So I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, Alex Garland. Uh, we loved your movie X Machina. Uh, we had a lot of good things to say, and the draft for that episode was the most memorable AI in movies. That was
4: my first judging. I won't forget that Chat GPT it was. It was uh, That's right, Sir Reginald
2: the, the Unicorn, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <Sir> Reginald <laughs> so the good. Unicorn. Uh, yeah. We had we decided to let uh, Chat GPT create our draft order, and it was a magical story um, that we're going to go uh, go ahead and listen to. And this became and, a thing for a while. We were we were using Chat GPT for commercials. And well, for, yeah,
3: that was a thing. I think so. So for uh, Ex Machina, I think I had like I was like, oh, I want to have Chat G P chat gpt write my commercial and like nobody else would think of it and of course Brad of course did a commercial with chat gpt too and we did our whole intro and, with and chat, think, chat, think, chat gpt i think i think Nate did too
2: yeah yeah, yeah. we so, all chat gpt and everything and then that became a thing for a while but um now we've we've gone back into my right. my my dumb brain for some some of the uh, because
3: it's better it's more entertaining you're better <laughs> but yeah than but hey that
2: was that was your first uh your debut and i remember the amount of effort you put in, we were just we were like flabbergasted. It was like this guy's coming in with his lists. He's got everything categorized, and and there's just all these bonuses, and, and he and had
3: he had gifts for the for the for first through fourth place. That's right, play. He
2: did have gifts as well, and and yeah, then you st- you set the bar, and then uh, then it turned into the the blood feud between you and Governor.
5: <laughs> that's right
2: so, i mean and, and nobody's heard about nobody's heard from governor in a long time it's so been a while. Uh, uh there's missing report uh, missing persons reports and stuff like that so well,
4: after the body disposal where he gave matt forth we might have taken care of some stuff there i know i'm like i'm
2: a little nervous like it, it, it makes too much sense and now the, he's the body disposal episode is what people got pissed at governor for and now he's in my home now
3: <laughs> your home is he looking at me the governor? Like I might be next. He's, he's looking at oh, me weird. No, no, no. I'm not worried about us. You're
4: legendary oh, guy, judge. Okay. You don't even judge anymore. You've, you've, you've <laughs> <guys> <laughs> taken a step into the voting role. You, you got nothing <laughs> to worry about.
2: <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and hear the the original OG uh, uh, draft draft order, ChatGPT style. I got to say, we do need a draft order, right? Yes, we sure, do. How, sure how are we, we
3: going to come up with one?
2: So, ChatGPT is going to get involved now because I basically created a little prompt for it to say, I need a draft order with the four gentlemen that I'm sitting here with, and I need a story. So, that
3: you you didn't do this ahead of time. You're no, going to hit enter I'm right gonna now? I'm
2: going to hit, and it's going to start popping. If somebody wants to come Holy up here and Holy shit. No, no so what did, you, what did you put in? It's what, real what you, time. What, yeah, what's okay, I'll read you my prompt. I'll read you my prompt. Yeah. My prompt is very simple. It says, create an absurd story that ends with determining a four-person draft order for a movie draft podcast. The four names are Brad, Nate, Scott, and their guest drafter, Walter. Gee. Okay. Uh, it's very simple. I'm going to come. <laughs> Let's see what <laughs> chat GPT comes up. I'm just going to read it. Here we go. Okay. Straight from what it says. Here we go. Once upon a time in a land where movie-loving unicorns roamed free... Three friends named Brad, Nate, and Scott decided to start a movie draft podcast. They invited their friend Walter to be their first guest drafter. No, that's not true.
6: <laughs> as they gathered around the table wait, to start the draft, wait, hold on, I'm the first ever guest. Uh, yeah,
0: congratulations.
6: They realized
2: Walter. they had no idea how to determine the draft order. Suddenly, a unicorn appeared out of nowhere, wearing a top hat and a monocle. God, I love you. <laughs> the your unicorn friends. introduced himself as Sir Reginald, and he <laughs> offered to help them determine the draft order. The friends were ecstatic and agreed to Sir Reginald's proposal. Sir Reginald explained that they would have to participate in a unicorn race, and the order in which they finished would determine their draft order. Unicorn race! This is better than oh, any shit. story Brad
3: ever made.
2: I, Chad GPT has probably figured out the draft order from now on. Uh, All right, continued. Brad, Nate, Scott, and Walter mounted their unicorns in the race <laughs> Brad's unicorn had a flat tire, so he was quickly oh, left holy behind. Holy shit, there's tires on these unicorns? <laughs> Nate's unicorn got lost and ended up in a field of carrots, leaving him in last place. Scott's unicorn was too busy dancing to the music playing in his head, so he was also falling behind. Walter, however, was riding the fastest unicorn in the land. His unicorn had a jetpack and was soaring through the air, leaving the others in the dust. Holy shit. Walter crossed the finish line first, and Sir Reginald declared him the winner. Nate came in last Brad was still fixing his unicorn's flat tire, and Scott was still lost in his own world. Sir Reginald Reginald then announced that the draft order would be determined by the order in which they crossed the finish line. Walter got the first pick, followed by Scott, then Brad, and finally Nate. Nate. There's a lot of
0: unnecessary. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> unnecessary doubling back there.
2: The yeah. friends were thrilled, and thanks to Reginald for his help, they went on to have a successful movie draft podcast. Always remembering the unicorn race that helped them determine the draft <laughs> <order>. <laughs> There's a lot
0: of redundancy ne- there. Never forget. Never, never forget, forget. the redundancy. <laughs> never forget <laughs> the unicorn race. Never. Obviously, the, the
2: shorter prompts will let it. It just kind of can just do its own I thing love, and really freestyle. Yeah. Personally.
0: I think we should probably make the Unicorn our new mascot. I, I just think <sighs> Chad GPD is going to ch- choose the draft order from now on. I, no reason not to. I mean, oh, my
6: Lord. I, I, I there was no prompt anywhere there that had to do with Unicorns. It just ran <laughs> I said, ran absurd. I said
2: absurd story. I did, say, I, I did use the absurd. word absurd. I said it uh, ends with like Unicorns. Create an absurd story. Okay,
6: but hold on. Are Unicorns absurd? Because what's more unrealistic, a horse with a horn or a fucking horse with a 25-foot neck? That's a draft. <laughs> Which one of those is more insane? That's true. That's a great
3: point. I never thought about that. I don't know, man. Just the world we got one. Absurd. We don't have the other
6: aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking aliens.
3: Killy.
2: All right. So now we are uh, we're, mo- we're moving to territory. We're going to start talking about some of our, our, our guests that we've had on. Uh, we've had everything from directors of movies to uh, good friends of ours. And uh, one of our, I know our our most loved, beloved uh, special guests is our our friend Kendra, who comes on and just brings it every time she she shows up. Uh, She's a fan favorite, and she came on to talk about When Harry Met Sally, and that led her to becoming the judge for the uh, most memorable movie orgasm draft. Yeah. And and I think Walter was there with her, uh, brewmaster from Last Call Brewing, and we had a great time. And as we were discussing uh, orgasms, uh, there was just a little <laughs> conversation that uh, brought up two of my favorite things, you know, orgasms and uh, Back to the Future. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and, and check this one out.
3: And and this it didn't happen on this episode, but and we won't play it on this, I, I believe. But later on, she ended up having a, a, the her own. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, which Kendra's all ah, Yeah" arg- moment. She has, very she, orgasmic, which has been requested to replace my "Oh Yeah."
2: Yeah, so she 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 definitely should make it away
4: on the soundboard. That was a great.
2: Twenty Twenty Four might have to uh, have the uh, the debut of, of Kendra's "Ah Yeah" moment yeah. Uh, on the on the board. <laughs> but yeah, here we go. Let's go ahead, back to future and orgasms.
0: I'm saying, what leads you to have the most enjoyment and remember the scene the most when there's an orgasm? faked or real uh, you
8: know I want a good chuckle I don't want to watch like um, intense uh, like that passionate excites me yeah especially in the movie theater I hate like a oh, hot I orgasm hate when in I get, the get movie horny in the movie theater yeah it's awkward totally. yeah cause you can't just like get or give a blowy anymore it's so censored <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no Uh they got
1: infrared cameras in that bitch <laughs> yeah they know what you're doing they're
8: just always watching um <laughs> But no, you know, I want a good, I want a good chuckle. I don't look for necessarily a realism, I'll say, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, appreciate the scene and the, uh, energy put forth into
0: the enthusiasm.
8: Yeah. The enthusiasm said. is a, is a perfect word.
0: Enthusiasm's
1: a good uh, mm-hmm.
8: barometer. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: that's really what it is, right? A release of energy. Yeah. If there was a way to harness that energy. Like with a flux
0: capacitor. 1.21. Yeah. <laughs>
8: <power. laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, wow! I mean, just lightning—just you know,
2: a bunch of people fucking.
1: You could, uh, let's do. This. I mean, dude, you could power a whole city off a of fucking Forrest Gump grabbing a titty. That
0: was
9: oh. going to be the
1: premise for Back to the Future 4 and but then Back to the Future Just like kept
0: going back, back to back. Greenbow
1: dicks. Alabama.
0: Back to the Future 2 They're like, where we're going, we don't need dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I so mean, oh, shit. so they love the dicks. Charged yes. with. Oh yeah. <laughs>
8: They, I said they. Did you, you love the dicks? I said they.
0: Walters just sitting over here shaking. <laughs> uh, all right, so
8: he's appreciative.
0: In your, uh, in she your does. vast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he says is she does. Shit got real. Always, it was all a joke until Walter said she does. <laughs>
2: yeah, everyone got uncomfortable. Another fan favorite guest that we've had on is uh, Lieutenant Dan. He uh, he came on for our training day episode, which is one of our, our most listened to episodes it's, of all time. It's still number one. It is still yeah, number one. Number okay, one. so it is yeah. still number one. And uh, then we had him back to go ahead and talk Saving Private Ryan. And, and Lieutenant Dan is, uh, uh, is a police officer as well as a a former soldier in the Army. And he is uh, just one of my favorite people in the world. And if we tried to talk about every single injury he's ever occur that <laughs> has ever uh, happened to him, it would be a, a, a long two hour podcast.
3: Well, because, like, wasn't last year when was it the training day when he talked about like, Black Widow bite that he and he didn't go to the doctor. At oh all yeah, and yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: he's 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 had a, a multitude of injuries, and this time he shows up on Zoom and he's got his arm just looks messed up, and we're like, dude, what happened? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I I broke my arm, and then like he was trying to no wait was it his arm did he dislocate his elbow or it, like,
3: i think he dislocated the elbow yeah we're gonna play it here in a minute yeah we're this, gonna play it story but how he did it is just the, insanity
2: it's just the most typical lieutenant dan story if you know this guy it's just like you would hear the story but like that's exactly what would happen to lieutenant dan so <laughs> let's hear him recount uh lieutenant dan in the hot tub So, can I can I so let me
0: just sidetrack here, so one of our favorite things about Dan, and if you go back and listen to the training day interview, you'll hear some of the exploits, but Dan has a penchant for getting hurt, and then then essentially just and then being like that. it's fine, yeah, being like it's fine, until <laughs> I have to go to the emergency room um so so. <laughs> Today, uh, Brad and I were, you know, Dan's checking with Brad and I via text.
2: I'm actually on my way to the podcast. Like, I'm driving (laughs) over here. Out of the blue, we get this picture
0: that I don't think we could probably put on the socials that just has this, like, what it it actually looks like it's got to be a cast, except it's human flesh because it's the wrong color. And the only reason you know it's human flesh is because it has, like, it has stitches that look like frankenstein stitches yeah Ugh. it's it's, it's legit clearly a there's a show arm. me the picture right now it looks great damn. and it, it says ripped my damn tendons out I, I, out last week had surgery on tuesday but i keep cutting the cast off i hate casts
2: <laughs> <laughs> which we both agreed yeah. is the the most lieutenant dan like story of all you time <laughs> like it just, you it's cut, just cut you cut your own cast
10: off dan so most of my childhood, I was a like cast at some point in time for some broken limb. I don't think I've ever gone back to the doctor to get the cast removed. I think every, and that was my mom, to be honest, to be fair. She was like, I'm not paying for this shit again. Um, <laughs> so after it felt fit, you just cut that cast off, and you're like, all right, I'm good to go. How do you take like the cast it my- off?
2: My- you cut it.
10: You uh, just saw hat, it. Hat, Hacksaw? Dremel, usually. Dremel? <laughs> no, hat, whatever you yeah. have. I mean, Dremel. they're not thick, man. They're not faster. You can break them off with your hands if you go at it savage enough i got some tips so like okay
0: he's holding up his
10: cast like everybody does. the cast to this day are still the most uncomfortable thing in the world that can't get these things comfortable so what i do with them i cut the sons of bitches in half like this every time right and then i wrap each half in a sock and then i put it back on like this so it's with a sock around it and then i duct tape it together and it's far more comfortable that way.
1: It's almost like you can't move your arm when it's on there. So I see why you would want to <laughs> do that. <laughs> hey, this
2: guy, this guy. Yep. there's a That's reason his so arms nuts. don't straighten <laughs> <laughs> uh, completely.
10: I mean, I tape them back on. I'll cut them off and then put them back on. For, but, you know, it's such a pain in the ass to shower with them and everything else. I just... Uh, we, How'd you rip your ten bits? Yeah. Uh, that's another whole story. So we bought a hot tub spa, you know, and they wanted five hundred bucks to move it from the front to the back. I said, no, I can move this. And uh, so my wife was here yelling at me. You can't move the hot tub. I said, watch me. <laughs> I couldn't move it. I wanted 500 bucks. Yeah. Oh, um, watch me. boy. Uh, and so
2: you, you just you had a hold of it and you were trying to yank and, and something popped?
10: So I started to pick it up. And I figured if I can get it on its side, <laughs> then I could get some rope underneath it and maybe make some contraption to move it over to where I wanted it to go. And when I started picking it up and I got to that like quarter of it up or, or maybe half. And I felt, I've never felt anything like this. And I felt in my elbow a rip. And I went, oh, my God. And in an instant, real sharp pain, but then the pain went away. But I knew that's not normal. I don't know what that was. So I should have put it down, but I did the, okay, I'm halfway. Let me (laughs) put everything I got into it. And And I put everything I had into it. And then I felt this really big, like, (laughs) oh. I got it up, though, but I got it all the way up. But then I looked at my arm. And the bicep, I shit you not, like the bicep was on the side of my arm. Oh no! And all shoulder, I broke it at the at the elbow side. You can break it either in. So it bunched up at the shoulder, and I went, "That's not, that's not okay." <laughs> and then um, about five seconds after that, you know, the pain kicks in. You're like, "Well, that hurts real bad, but this is not good." And then my arm didn't work, so I knew like I had some serious shit now, going on.
1: Now, Dan, the question that our listeners really want to know is: is is that your jerking arm?
10: <laughs> yeah it's my right arm oh <laughs> my
1: god that's,
10: that's, that's unfortunate but that's
0: strange for a you while know? I mean,
10: for, more than the jerkin arm um, the the wiping your ass oh right. no you oh, can, that's, that's terrible, terrible. That's the worst, the right? arm used to wipe your ass it's a whole <laughs> learning method and I, I couldn't talk to my wife to do it like, the doctor's <laughs> note says you gotta take it from me and she's like I'm not that's where I draw the line <laughs> so,
2: yeah a wife so, with so, the, so, the other hand's like a stranger's
10: wife in your ass you're like what is going uh, on
0: yeah and, <laughs> it's so and, you, and you smell for about it's two common. three weeks while you're learning not
10: only am I paying the 500 bucks to move the spa now still <laughs> um, I have to pay for the surgery.
2: (laughs) And and you're like, in a a week, when I heal up, I'm going to go ahead and
10: move that thing again on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't. But I still can't move my arm. So even though it's all attached now, it should be better than ever, I think. They drilled that shit, but didn't it? You're
1: like the so, bionic man. It's definitely gonna come yeah. out better than ever. I think I think I think you'll be able to move multiple spas by the time this is all said and done. <laughs> yeah. That's the best story I've ever heard. I, uh, yeah. I love
0: how he slow rolls, it, like, it's <laughs> not a, like, like, like it's not gonna be much of a
1: story. No, this is like, the most They looked. wanted five five hundred dollars to do it, so I figured fuck it. I'm gonna go into the whole twenty five hundred bucks. And then still have so to pay the, do doctor- the five
10: hundred. It is kind of comical because the doctor was like, people normally tear this. You normally tear it at the shoulder side, which I'd imagine is even worse. I tore it at the elbow side. But um, most people tear it when they go to catch something. And it's like, you know, instinct. Then you go to catch something too heavy and it rips it right out. And so I told the doctor, he's like, so you just lift and tore it? <laughs> <a core?"> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, usually so you feel something. I felt it. And he goes, well, why didn't you stop? And I said, well. I wanted to get it off. <laughs> I was halfway there. I was <laughs> halfway there. I'm said, not trying to pay $500, <laughs> Doc. <laughs> he said, well, I don't normally get people that tear their own bicep off. Oh. I said, yeah.
2: Now, I think BBK, each year we've been kind of known for a, a signature guest where we kind of like, you know what, we're we're pretty proud to have this person on. And it's like uh, kind of one of those like where, oh, we got this person. And mm-hmm. it's kind of an unexpected thing. And uh we had planned 4th of July-ish. We wanted to be doing The Sandlot. And uh, uh, we decided to, I think it came out the day before, or was it maybe the actual day of? I don't remember. 4th of July? 4th of July.
3: I don't remember. It was close. It
2: was close, but it was it was Sandlot. Maybe the uh, the most uh, you know American as apple pie movie you can put on Fourth of July. Uh, there's a big fireworks scene in it.
3: There's not a big list of Fourth of July movies. Oh, not really. Yeah, we, yeah. we were talking about it. Hey, this is it for the fourth. Like, okay, what are we gonna do? <laughs> and that was like, well, we got Sandlot, and how yeah. about Sandlot?
2: Yeah, that was that was about it. So we, we got Sandlot going, and uh, we got to have a very special guest join us, and that was Tom Guyre who plays Smalls, uh, the actual main title character from Sandlot. He's the kid that shows up in town. Uh, He was killing us with some funny stories. And uh, let's go ahead and check out a little bit of Tom Guiry joining the BBK crew.
3: All right, here we are. Very excited this week. Um, You know, usually we have to ask hypothetical questions to people that aren't here. But this week we have a very special guest. We have the lead actor from the Sandlot, Tom Guiry, is here with us today.
0: What's up, Tom?
9: Tom. Hey, how are you? <laughs> nice. How's it going?
3: Dude, it's going great. It's
9: my pleasure to be here. Dude, thank <laughs> you so much
3: for joining us. We really, really, really appreciate it.
9: So, uh, Oh, no problem.
0: So he's jumping in with us uh, here in the drinking with the director section. So uh, you got anything special you're drinking over there, Tom?
9: I got a iced
0: tea. Hey, there there you, they are go. you you're a sweet? Uh, you a sweet tea guy or like a straight? Like, I,
9: I'm an un, I'm an unsweetened with with a Georgia peach mix. On it. So okay, it's like half okay, okay, it. Yeah,
0: because you moved. You yeah, moved, not bad. You moved to the South not too long ago, and have they not? Isn't sweet tea like a requirement of the South?
9: It it it, it is, and I gotta say it, it. It packs a little too much of a punch. There, it's a little too sweet. <laughs> too much. So I got I got to diet. <laughs> Yeah, too much. I, I
0: split it up a little. Bit. I love it. <laughs> so, Tom, we uh, yeah. we're talking The Sandlot today, but before we, in, in which you played Scotty Smalls, uh, or uh, which many people will will remember as just smalls right Mm -hmm. a lot of last that's right yeah Um, but we we know you from a bunch of other stuff right back when you were you know in that same era from Lassie uh, but more recently sort of as you went along from Blackhawk down and from a number number of other television series so you'll have seen Tom you know if you're a if you're a TV or film watcher you'll have caught him a bunch of times Mm -hmm. uh, since the Sandlot but today we're talking about that and the first question I you know I wanted to ask with such a role like this is so, you know, you're the star of, of what is, you know, we kind of sometimes we think about movies and, you know, like how to categorize them. And we have this category we think of as like iconic films, right? Like, you know, the, there's no clear definition, but it's something that kind of like is larger than life. It gets outside of its era. And for us, sand, the Sandlot fits this. So you're the star of this movie early in your career that's an iconic film. Like, what's your relationship to the, to the movie now in the sense that on the one hand, right, like... You're, you're forever sort of like, you know, because it's such a big movie and because you're such a, like, your role is so important in the film, it's such a great performance, you know, you are smalls versus sort of wanting to sort of, ha- like, be known for your body of work. Like, is there any tension there? How does that how does it feel to navigate that?
9: Well, yeah, Tuesday it's funny because I remember um, it was really important, well uh, it wasn't really important for me. But I had an agent for a really long time, and uh, I got her, and then I got Sandlot, and, and she was great. She was almost like an aunt to me you know, growing up, but uh, she o- she'd always want me to uh, uh, get more adult work, she would say, but I'd still be a kid, you know. but she wanted me to um, kind of get away from the whole Sandlot thing. So I think part of me when I was a kid, I kind of, um, I wouldn't say look down upon it, but I thought I was always worried that uh, people wouldn't take me seriously. As a as an adult actor, you know, or or you know, as I started getting older, so I didn't really embrace I didn't really embrace Santa. It wasn't until probably around the 25th anniversary when, uh, is when I really started to appreciate it, you know. Uh, and I, I kind of kind of wish I, I appreciated it uh, from the start, you know. What I mean, because really I didn't become uh, that famous as a, as a child actor, which which was a good thing. Because I think if you get too much fame as a child actor, it's harder to make a transition into an adult actor. Right. But um, yeah, I used to have a little bit, uh, you know, when I was a little younger, I used to, used to kind of shy away from it. Uh, but now I love it, I think, it's, you know, because I really enjoy the movie. It's a good play.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, you, you mentioned the, the, the 25th anniversary. And, and so um, I, I saw that it was at, uh, at Dodger Stadium, and they got pretty much most of the cast together. Like, didn't they have almost all the, all the guys there for that?
9: Yeah, they got. I remember that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that was uh, everybody except uh, um, um, Benny, uh, Mike oh. Vitar.
3: Okay,
9: he, got he's it. Uh, he just doesn't he just doesn't feel like doing it. He doesn't like to do the uh, the signings or anything like that. So, right, right. but he's working he's working as a firefighter. Yeah, in, in LA. So, okay, he's just real busy. And How he's not for it, but. Uh,
3: how was that uh, that experience as far as like walking into Dodger Stadium and getting announced? And it was that just pretty a surreal thing. Like, are are you a baseball fan in general? Was that cool for you, or are you like eh, whatever?
9: <laughs> yeah, I love baseball. I mean, so it was really really cool. You know, I I, just, I didn't um, I thought like I thought when when they first told us about it, I was like, oh, you know, it's, you know, we'll, we'll go out for a little bit. And, you know, I didn't think it was going to be as big, and I didn't think the the crowd and everybody was going to be.
2: Uh, they went nuts for you. I watched you know, the video, I, man. They they went wild. Yeah, it was
9: crazy. It was great. It wasn't what I I I expected, like a little tiny thing. I didn't know it was going to be, you know. It was huge. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did, did it, it was it, weird. Did
0: it surprise you at all? I mean, kind of, you know, talking about Shine away from it in your younger years. Did it surprise you? Did you get a sense all, you know, a renewed sense of just how big and how big an impact the movie had?
9: Yeah, I did because, um, you know, I, I when the movie came out, it, it wasn't um, it wasn't like a big hit, you know, so it. It became, it got, especially with DVDs over the years, uh, like Blockbuster and all that stuff, and it, it kind of grew a following right. um, over the years, you know. And uh, so it, it really wasn't until I started seeing people, like, I was walking down the mall, and I saw a guy, like, uh, wearing a, you're killing me small shirt. It was like, one of the <laughs> first time I saw that. And that's when it kind of hit me, but it, did re- it really hit me on the 25th with the Dodgers. Uh, I was like, wow, because when you see that many people... And they're there and they actually appreciate, you know, they're actually screaming for, you know, for the movie. It's like, oh, shit, people yeah. really did take this. Movie. <laughs> so it was crazy. That's awesome.
2: Now, did, did producers or, or anybody associated with the movie, like at the time, I mean, you're, you guys are young kids. It's like, did they say, hey, your life's going to change? Did they try to like have talks with you? You said that some people kind of try to protect you a little bit as, as being younger actors. But like, was there anybody that was like, kind of like, oh, my God, your life's going to be changed. You don't understand. It's going to be so different. Like. How was how it on the set as far as, like, once the movie started to kind of get out
9: there? Well, no, because uh, nobody really said that because nobody really thought the movie was going to do as well as it did. I, I think everybody thought it would do okay, but um, I don't think anybody expected, you know, like, uh, we would have a reunion 25 years later or <laughs> yeah. 30, or 30 <laughs> years later, you know I mean? They, you know, so it, it it did a lot better, I think, than people expected. You know, it kind of grew a life of its own after after time went by. Right.
0: So when you were so so when you were trying you know auditioning for the movie, were you already a baseball player? Did you play little league at the time?
9: Yeah, I played on Coleman's Hamilton Supply team when there I moved guys. to Jersey. My brother played little league. Yeah, so I was I was on picture. Were you a picture in
0: shortstop? Were you a okay. stu- were you pretty like were you a stud? Like you were a pretty good player by then.
9: I, could, I, was, I was a mediocre player I, I guess I enjoyed playing but, you know I wasn't great at and like at one thing I mean i was I was okay at pretty much everything you know I just enjoyed playing. My brother was really good my brother was a great hitter he could, he could, he could always hit the ball out you know but I, I could get on base you know and i could I could throw but i wasn't uh, wasn't anything too special well, how,
3: how hard was it to act like you couldn't throw? Was that was that weird or was that it- was,
9: a, was an ordeal, man? I was, like, I was, like, oh, I'll just make it But the director, because the director, it's one thing because Dave McEvans, who wrote and directed the movie, uh-huh. awesome dude. I still talk to him. You know, he's a great guy. But when you work with a guy, who, especially guys that wrote and directed the movie, they have such a clear vision of what they want. So it can sometimes be a little tricky to get them to be happy with stuff because it. it some people like you know, when they have a vision. They want right. you to do exactly what they're saying in your head right so he'd be like he's like come here tom tom come here all right you have to go like this so i what i did i just started mimicking exactly what he was doing
5: okay
9: because <laughs> when he would show me and i did it exactly the way he like he did it and it finally worked out but he was like now he looks like you're forcing it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, so, you're I, like i know how to throw a I'll ball try.
10: like come on now <laughs> this is difficult <laughs>
9: Yes, so we got it. We, we it took a little while, but we finally got it down. <laughs> I remember mean, I was like taking classes on it, on it, how to look like I don't grow.
2: <laughs> My boy Scott here, uh, he lived for a while down there in La La Land. He mm-hmm. was a uh, he was one of those L.A. types trying to be uh, a rock star.
3: I, I was so L.A.
2: You were so LA, Yeah, SoCal. He yeah. was soaking up the SoCal sun. It, it but took me
3: it, a while to not talk like this yeah. when I moved back here.
2: Yeah, he's kind of but, a valley boy. Yeah, um, But yeah, when he was down there, you, you know, he had a lot of adventures, uh, you know, making drinks for Tommy Chong and and, and others at <laughs> right. Starbucks. Right. But you also met some good friends, and yeah. one of those friends uh, joined us on the episode.
3: Yeah, um, good buddy of mine, uh, Dave Ruby, um, just one of the nicest most this funniest dudes I've ever met. Um, he'd hang out with us at uh, various house parties, and he and I would play. Uh, we used to play floor hockey, where we we it was like roller hockey, but without any skates. We just literally like run. So it was also like play, you're playing soccer, but it was hockey. <laughs> Fucking amazing exercise, man. We and and so it was it was kind of fun because like there's all these other. Like commercial actors, like guys are like oh, I saw him in so and so commercial, and guys just just working dudes, you know, that were just trying to make a buck Hustle. here and there, and so just a great dude, and and so I decided to have him on, and, and he was going to talk to uh, talk to us about being the average Joe actor, and and what it was like to just try to get gigs, and, and he told us a lot of really great info that I didn't know about how it works and and all that stuff, so got us some great stories.
2: Yep. So here's a little bit of Dave Ruby joining us on the BBK pod.
3: Well, this friend of mine, who I'll introduce here in a second, he's kind of done that, but with acting. And he's a self-professed, he told me he's the average Joe actor. And he's, he's got one of those faces that when you see it, you're like, I think I've seen that guy. I've seen that guy and this and that. And he's got some great great uh, things he's been in. We'll go into that in a little bit. But without further ado, Dave Ruby, thank you so much for joining us. So happy to have oh, you,
11: bud. That was beautiful, Scott, just like I wrote it. I really I appreciate <laughs> it so much.
3: He stumbled
0: over a couple of those lines. I had to kick him. Yeah,
3: yep. yeah. Chat-
11: yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly, it's an honor, honor to be here. And, uh, you know, it's just... It's it's good to hear your lovely voices. So let's let's fire away. Again. Yeah,
3: man, so good to see. You. Yeah, we, I think we met each other. Shit, I was trying to think about it. It's probably what 15, 20 years ago when I when we met the first time. God, I can't believe it's been that damn long. Um, so it's great to see you. Um, so you've had quite a career. Um, you, you've done a ton of commercials there. There's actually, you you sent me a a link to a great website, DaveRuby.net, which you actually didn't even realize was still Uh, active. (laughs) No, exactly. Yeah.
11: Now I have one, I have one view now in
3: 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, So DaveRuby.net, um, has got a bunch of his, his commercials and, um, you know, he's, he's, I'll just go through a few of your credits real quick. Um, and, and this is one of the reasons why we brought you on is because of one of these credits, uh, the movie dead man on campus. Oh yeah. uh, You had a, a recurring role if hopefully it's not the right term on bull. Yes. Yeah. And also judging Amy.
11: Judging Amy. And then
3: then you had a a sitcom that you did about, I think it was like 22 episodes with uh, Jaleel White, who everybody knows as Urkel. And you're one of the co-stars with with him in a movie, in in a show called Grown Ups
11: yes sir yeah. can i jump and then the actual movie came out grown-ups and stole any history of someone looking up like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: asshole adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing an adam sandler movie oh man oh there,
11: there you go so he that, came, he, interesting he, about that. Not, not to get too off course here but like i finally found my sitcom on canada tv right now you have to have a vcom or whatever it is or a vc i don't know what it's called um But I was able to watch all 22 episodes during COVID. And I was like, man, I was not that bad. (laughs) And I tried to have, I had my wife sit down and watch it with me. She made it through eight minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's
0: all I love you but, but I'm I know she's bed. like
11: this is this is really great but isn't friends like friends runs like a lot, right friends is I like, yes. So we, just, <laughs> all okay. good. Friends we, we is can just okay we can watch season
0: good. 2 of the office again. Okay, great.
11: <laughs> yes, yeah, any, or just a couple episodes anything. Well,
0: can you tell me a little bit about how you got I mean cuz that's that's pretty big stuff, right? I mean those are major shows you're you're, you're co-starring with with uh, Urkel
11: yeah it's it's a great question i I mean i before i met scott i was i got to um la in around june of 94. in fact like we were going one way on the turnpike and oj was going the other it was literally (laughs) that that was the day we moved we thought traffic was the worst ever and it was because of that
3: wow
5: and
11: uh uh, my best friend and I, FM, we just knew we were in the right place we started um I He went to meet with an agent, and I'm not going too far back and showing like bar mitzvah pictures here, but he went to meet with an agent, and the agent was just staring at me the whole time because I was a short, funny, fat guy, and my buddy looked like every other guy, and they're like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm just hanging out with him. I was literally eating like pretzels and listening to the interview, <laughs> you know, it's me. And they ended up signing me, and uh, we had both done a TV show together in college, so we had you know, we definitely had some, we were inspired to be out there, but I started booking commercials right away. That was my wow. big thing. I didn't yeah. know how hard it was. So I'd go in, I became like the little Caesars pizza guy and then the meow mix guy. And you know, fat guy dancing by the pool, fat guy, number two dancing. by. The pool. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I just kept booking commercials. And then my parents were like, how are you making a living out there? I'm like, you work for like 28 minutes and then you get paid forever. Like, you know, yeah. just like the, um, the residuals and this and that. And, you know, all of a sudden I was like, I'm pretty good. I'm decent at this. I'm, you yeah. know, I've always stayed humble, but I better get myself an acting class. And I literally took my college education and did nothing with it and got into acting class. It's
0: an American past.
11: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, she's like, you're decent, but we just need to trim the fat. And uh, next thing you know is, again, I didn't know how hard it was. So I was knocking them out of the park. I, um, the Dead Man on Campus, I believe, was 1996. It was my first feature film. It so was, good. Uh, they hired me for like, Five scenes and I ended up doing about 20. Wow. And we shot all over your neighborhood. So thank you for, you know, thank you for letting us in because we shot where I yeah. was at PU and we were all over the place, man, up in uh, Northern Cali. Great.
2: You were, you were, you're right. I actually still work in Stockton and I went to University of the Pacific where they, where they filmed. And so I was, I was there and, uh, I remember them like saying oh yep right there in the window that's where the fraternity was and that's where like they were leaning out doing shots and stuff and then the Night street bridge over in modesto i right. know you guys filmed a big scene there too so it was like i mean that's that's all right in our backyard like and that's that's legitimately that's awesome man you know?
11: yeah we filmed the finale at that bridge and i remember because uh poppy montgomery and a, it's just such a great cast on the movie and they needed us all crying and cut to like us and they like we like we don't know how to, we can't cry. You know, it was like all, all the guys that booked like five, 10 lines. So they brought over like drops for our eyes. And then it just looks like we're bawling. So it's like, you know, little, little fucking secrets of Hollywood, right? there. (laughs) You know, the real actors on the left were like all bawling. And we were all like the comedians were like, we'll take more of the eye drugs.
2: (laughs) As you may have heard once or twice on the BBK podcast that, uh, BBK is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Uh, we are part of the DEN, and coming up very soon, uh, New Year's. There's going to be the Deluxe Edition Network putting out their uh, end of the year celebration show, so you'll get to see uh, a little bit of us and some of the other pods on the Deluxe Edition Network joining Casey and El Ray, uh, and uh, it's a little celebration of the of the new year with your favorite BBK podcast of the year for the Deluxe Edition Network. Anything to add, Scotch?
3: <laughs> I just love that we always just gotta throw that in. There. Yeah.
2: Oh, you you were you're holding the strap. We 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 filmed a little a little spot <laughs> a little for spot it, for and, it and, yeah. and 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 Scotch is holding the strap, looking like he was uh about ready yeah. to take on Hulk Hogan.
3: Yeah. I so but I I joined their the extravaganza last year, and, and just kind of jumped on, and it's it's fun because all the different people from the different podcasts uh, jump on there, and they just kind of you know say, say a little bit of this and that, and they like, bullshit, and it's really super fun, and um. What's cool about it is you get to kind of see some of these other podcasts that, you know, kind of get an idea of what they're like. And we actually had somebody um, that's on the network join us for our show.
2: Yeah. We had uh, the, from the health podcast, History I'd Like to Fuck, Dom Brody. Uh, she joined us for both Forrest Gump and then the most fuckable historical figures. With This, this was one of the more interesting drafts because it was basically non... Uh, oh, no, but it had to be from a movie, though. There had to be right. a, a a portrayal of a historical figure in a movie yeah. that you would want to fuck. Right. And and Don was a game. She's an awesome guest. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about uh, uh, her love of history, um, all the craziness that happens in Forrest Gump, as well as uh, she got to uh, make some judgments on... Yeah. Our drafting abilities. Yeah,
3: she's got a great show. If you love history, um, she's got a great sense of humor, great guests, and and some really cool topics. So definitely check out. Yeah,
4: she didn't even make any comments on how you barely drafted any women. No, <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> we
10: all wanted to fuck dudes.
2: That's what we were thinking about. You know. You get- That's I was I was going with uh, what what turns me on. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but Dawn is awesome. Yeah. She just did the, uh, the challenger. If you, if that was something from my childhood, uh, I remember all of us, you know, getting taken in the, ca- uh, the cafeteria to watch the, the challenger take off because there was a teacher on it and they were going to do all these promotional materials with, uh, schools and stuff. And then, uh, a minute into that flight, um, yeah. Very bad things happened. Yeah.
3: That was a great episode that she did on that. It was, uh, I'd f- forgotten a lot of the details about it. And then she went into the weeds on what actually happened. Yeah. She
4: teases yeah. you with a two-parter, too. She leads it, it up. Is. Yeah. She's had a lot of great holiday episodes come out lately, too. She's She calls them bonus episodes. She does a lot of in- uh, innuendo. Bone us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. She is awesome. All
2: right. Wait, so you, sorry. It's
3: a little quick little sidebar. I'm sorry. All right. The, the bonus. I just got to jump in. You can erase this if you want. But so my band, Flying Blind years ago we used to play at a place called Charlie Spirits and I used to be in charge of making the flyers. And so it was just like this is a long time ago, like fucking twenty years ago, twenty We're talking like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine probably. And so just simple little posters. I put little pictures up, little clip art things, whatever. And on one of the flyers I put a picture of of all of our girlfriends at the time they were posing this they're all like hey you know look they're just hanging out at charlie's whatever yeah and i put bonus at charlie's like bonus as ed <laughs> when you put B didn't do i didn't put bone i just put bonus at charlie's but meaning bonus
2: oh bonus and it was our charlie's. girlfriend
3: said, why would i do that i don't know but it was funny to me
2: i mean there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of uh boning going down on the dance floor and then, uh, you know, after the, after the gigs, there was uh, a lot of boning. You guys, you guys times. were music to, uh, to make love to. Well, that's what we did. Actually, I wouldn't even say to make love to, just music there to. There was no uh, making love. Just just yeah. <laughs> fuck your brains out, too. <laughs> Super romantical. Cool. I'm talking about when they used to do Closer, Nine Inch Nails. Uh,
4: yeah. No, as long that, as you're stoned, right? Because she only likes you when you're stoned. Uh, yeah. Something like that.
2: <laughs> All right. Enough. So, Don Brody, nice segue.
0: we are here with our drinking with the director section. But here's the thing Zemeckis just doesn't cut it. I mean, his historical chops are fine.
3: I think, I think he fudged some of the facts.
0: Everybody knows that like the issues here are kind of some historical issues. I
2: just watched uh, Elvis, Bos Lerman's Elvis, and I was like, When the fuck is Elvis going to meet Forrest Gump? I was like, What's going on here? Yeah. Oh, All yeah. this shit that that's I learned bullshit. about Forrest Gump yeah. was complete it
3: bullshit. It was
0: a lie. It was a mecha slide to you. That's yes,
5: what,
3: he did. Yeah, what, so it. I don't want to talk to that fucker.
0: So uh, we brought on the true, the real expert, and that is our sister from the Deluxe Edition Network, Dawn, the host of History I'd Like to Fuck. Dawn, what's up?
7: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hi, guys. Oh, I'm so <laughs> delighted to be here. I, I mean, truly, like... It is. It you have to know. It isn't frequent to be brought in as an expert on any goddamn thing. <laughs> um, and 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 if on the rare occasion I am brought in as an expert on something, they rarely encourage me to drink. They just overlook <laughs> it. So what a.
0: It's required here. What so, a dream. So Don, my opening question yes. is this: Forrest yes. Gump is both famous and infamous for its historical. It's historical scenes. So mm-hmm. where do you fall on this being charming versus being aggravating?
7: 100% charming. Okay. But, but I am. you'll also find that I am not a snob with this stuff because I'm a history fucker. So my job, I feel like my job is to get the accurate stuff. And to try to be like the one who knows things and however you come to the trough baby the history trough not a lot of people get it up in this
5: general people (laughs) think history is
7: you know really people think history is boring and they hate it and it turns them off right away so if 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 forrest gump curls your toes and allows you to tolerate me talking to you about nixon or you know what i mean then i'm for it then i'm for it so it's like Uh, like gateway
0: gateway history
7: gateway it's similar like inglorious bastards or once upon a time in hollywood like i compl- i totally love what quentin tarantino does with history um because accuracy it's one of those things with history where there is no such thing as historical accuracy oh, they're always God. coming through some fucking you're speaking, it's really you're speaking true. my and, language
0: and, you're you're stepping on my next question
7: <laughs> <laughs> but it's really true even even people say oh well the most accurate thing was the 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 Bible account that was taken right then, you know, whoever was right next to the account, they're the ones who we should take as the expert. When the truth is, for some things, you need a couple hundred years to actually know what the fuck was going on and to see through the cloud. And sometimes it's the opposite. And sometimes, you know, the person who wrote the definitive history was a cocksucking, I mean, liar. And, and yet that was the history we, we received. So w- within or without movies, there's always mm-hmm. a historiography to seeing the, the teller and the winner and the loser and the lens. But it's the no winners, different than your life, you know. The
1: winners, the winners write the history, right? I mean, that's the that's the saying, right? Winners, winners write the history books. But I agree with you, Dawn, and that's why I love Abe Lincoln Vampire Slayer. I think that that <laughs> yeah. movie really just kind of shows exactly what
7: happened. And, Listen, you, know, you you stop laughing at him, you pricks! He's a hundred percent right. He's hundred percent right because it is. It is even like a Titanic. You know, and I hated myself for loving Titanic because I wasn't sophisticated about history yet, and I thought I needed to be a snob to be serious, but it was great. I mean, that movie got people to think about what was going on in 1918, and, you know, fuck it, so what, Rose Dawson, the door, fuck your door. (laughs) You know?
1: <laughs> I mean come on the most unrealistic part was the orgasm she had inside of that old car
7: I mean, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah, that, that, hand, that was a handprint of exhaustion <laughs> that was, that, that was.
0: since we're talking orgasms any chance that <laughs> Forrest actually <laughs> jizzes in the robe Based on just the boob touch. Oh, oh for, I think so. I think
3: so. Too. I think so for sure. I mean, cause I mean, obviously he hadn't had any experience oh. with anybody yeah, at that point. Yeah, and so that's he's his gone, first he, he gone through
2: puberty without ever touching himself. Is that what we're trying
3: to that's say? So,
0: no, I'm saying he's, yeah, he's probably not doing a ton of jerking off. Right. So he's right. like, it's loaded all the
7: time. Okay.
3: yeah. That's like, and, and, and that's the, so or not. He, he
7: hasn't, he, has, he, has,
3: he, has, he hasn't seen any, any porn. He hasn't seen any playboys. It's like, unless here's a titty, that he's touching, and you know that's gonna cause things to happen. I
2: know his mom leaves the window open when she fucks, so I mean that's he's down point. there, he's <laughs> down the porch hearing uh, all sorts of fucking that uh, and Mrs. And Gump and, and is
0: and doing. Then you know he's processing it because he mocks that dude <laughs> relentlessly.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, in my opinion, <laughs> in my professional opinion, the no hands ejac is a lot more difficult than you guys are. <laughs> I, I,
8: I think that
1: uh, I think that that's, that's a fair. tough transition. I think that uh, holding your uh, your 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 lady friend's robe over your uh, over your genitals is, is not going to make it happen for you but i don't know maybe i could be wrong
7: that's fair i that that does seem like a question i, I don't want to say that i am not better than the director but that is a tough <laughs> answer i would i i would say though there are some people i know especially at certain phases of your like approach to sexuality where like the idea of of actual contact is so overwhelming mm-hmm. that it is not you makes you nauseous yep. yeah like he, i don't know it's not easy say, to admit, but gonna, like, yeah, like, oh God. like it's similar but it's similar like i took my daughter to disneyland and you know you think you want to see these princesses you know what i'm talking about and then they come they're like walking up at you with the castle behind you and she was a little bit like, uh, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> like, like yeah it's what i always wanted but in right now it's i think t- i'm gonna just throw it, up and too too i have to much. go
5: it's yeah. too much. overwhelming.
2: One thing about BBK this year is I think all of us took turns judging at some point. I'm pretty I'm sure. pretty sure. Nate judged an early one. Zach did. I don't know if you – you judged the speed I, draft. I judge,
3: no, I judged the um, – uh, when, when Nick came back and, and oh yeah and, and uh, the the
2: bevies the bevies yeah that's right and uh then I finally got I finally got in the uh the last uh our last draft I got to finally get on the judging side that's of the table right. um but Zach he made his draft de- or his uh draft judging debut uh when we had our friends once again two chicks in a horror flick Tawny and Felicia came out uh well came out on zoom well, yeah, <laughs> <And then laughs> came on, came on, yeah. uh, uh, from, uh, on zoom and we talked about the movie Halloween and then we drafted the most memorable final girls in, uh, in horror movies. And, uh, it was a fun one. It was right up their alley and they're always game. We always have a lot of fun with them. They're
3: so great. Every time they come on, we have so much fun with them and, and we really appreciate when they come on. And, and, uh, it, I mean, going into this thing, I was like, "Okay, what am I doing drafting against these girls? Like, this is what they do."
4: Right? They are so knowledgeable. I was, gonna yeah. Say and so
3: cry. I was like, "I don't watch horror movies. I'm kind of fascinated by them in a way, and I've seen." More than I, I once I thought about it's like I have seen a few but I don't know shit about the subject so I thought I was gonna get destroyed. By
2: yeah, we we thought for sure we're gonna have a guest uh, a guest judge winning in that yeah. draft and and, uh, then,
3: and Zach judging and you know he yeah. watches the craziest fucking movies ever so he
2: knows all the, the the super obscure crazy ones and we thought okay these girls have such an advantage and uh things didn't quite turn out the way that we thought would they would.
3: Yep. So, okay, so, so, so the first so place, place kick some ass.
2: Kick some ass. And then we've got a pretty close little bunch down between second, then, third, and, then, and
3: fourth. Then then I shit the bed.
1: Yep. And so. <laughs> 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 oh boy. All right. So I have I have guessed in my head which teams are which. I will not reveal, I will not reveal my guesses yet, but <laughs> I am going to go, I will start with team. The last place team with twenty nine points, team four. Team four includes Clarice, <gasps> Silence of the Lambs,
2: Reagan, The Exorcist, Aaron from Your Next, and Tangina, Tangina,
7: <laughs> from
2: Poltergeist. And I think this is Tony's team. <gasps> oh,
7: wow. I'm so shocked! Look at her. Face. Am I correct? I'm shocked
3: too. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: Wow.
2: Zach. Damn. How I
3: could, thought you
1: guys were could kindred you spirits. How do this to me? So,
8: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going to happen now. Holy shit.
1: So this is... Okay. Oh, boy. So the reason that, that you didn't get as many points as the other teams is because Clarice didn't get a ton of points from me. Oh! And I love Silence of the Lambs. Oh. But I decided that I was going to try and score this just completely subjectively. Reagan was your top scorer on the on the team and I thought that you know what I almost should give you for getting that with the eighth pick in the draft I should almost give you a plus three.
2: Oh, Reagan Reagan was fifth. Fifth
1: pick. Fifth pick. pick. Oh fifth pick because it comes back around. Okay, Mm. never mind. You don't get a plus three. But
2: (laughs) 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 is this your first time drafting or and or judging?
1: (laughs) Aaron Aaron got you Aaron got you got you a decent amount of points. I love that movie. Um, I am not a poltergeist guy. I do not like poltergeist. I do not like okay. ghosts. Fuck.
8: <laughs> I thought this was the, okay. Fuck. I don't <laughs> like, This was the one that she was so like should I pick did it or not?
2: A lot of time thinking on her fourth pick and and then she went for a heart pick. Well, Just so
12: you know, I fucking hate poltergeist also. So I did <laughs> oh, not like that movie.
2: <laughs> I thought it was a heart like I love this that. is close to my heart pick. Oh. <laughs> no.
12: No, no, no. This was my risky pick because it's such an unpredictable, like you, you would okay. not think of this, but per- okay. she does survive. She and does. I would just, I would just argue my, the reason why I picked her is that she's the most memorable. Like, you know, even before I actually watched Poltergeist, like I knew this character. Yes. So I felt like most memorable is what I was going for, but I fucking hate Poltergeist. So I'm with you. <laughs> Shit.
1: I honestly think that it's a solid team just with Reagan and Aaron. Clarice is awesome. What's your
2: issue with Clarice? Yeah.
1: Clarice is, I feel, my problem with Clarice in this category is that she is a trained, like, FBI agent. Oh, interesting. Right? And so I think that, like, to me... The the final girl thing is sort of like
3: you don't expect it.
1: Just a scared girl that is either walking home or babysitting or whatever it is, and finds herself in this situation, and then has to find herself out of it. Now, Clarice does at certain points in that movie act like a scared girl that has been caught. When she's and walking no around training. the dark and just yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that, so that <laughs> is the scary. reason that is the reason why I, I brought your number one pick down but I still think that it's a solid pick and it belongs in the conversation for sure. But unfortunately, I got you in fourth place. I'm
12: sorry, man. I really wow. I felt I'm gonna be honest. I was at part at times. I was scared other times. (laughs) I felt pretty confident, but my my true risk here is I tried to go with non obvious picks.
1: Yes. Okay. For final I definitely think you, you did that and I definitely me. I definitely think that that hurts you. Yes,
2: but I was definitely taking Clarice with my the, the sixth overall. If, it, if, if if you don't take her in that first rap, I'm taking her right there at the sixth pick. I was going to take Clarice.
1: So I love Aaron from your next though. I thought that's a great pick.
12: Thanks. That's my number one favorite final. Girl. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to pick her. That was my heart pick that, not culture was- guys, but Aaron. Uh, uh,
1: she uh, got you some points, but it wasn't it wasn't enough to get you wow. to get you all the way home. Okay, a shocker
2: right off the bat. Another big thing for BBK this year is we had quite a few guest drafters. We did. We we gave, we let uh, a lot of people uh, uh, get in here and, and and make some picks against us. And for the longest time, BBK. Was winning drafts. There was just no guests. We could come in. They would. They would get third. They They'd get fourth. A lot of fourths. Um, <laughs> a lot of fourths. And 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 you know never fifth
4: though. No guest got fifth, right?
2: No guest got fifth. No, that was uh, there is that. <laughs> Jake got a fourth, but uh, he was not because we had five people drafting that day, so he That's did right. not get fifth.
3: Who got fifth?
2: I think it was me. Was it really? I think I did. Oh but man. Anyway, um, yeah. So we've we've let a lot of guests come in here and 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 try to to challenge us. And for the longest time, BVK was always reigning supreme until finally one guy who had drafted with us a few times. It took him
3: a few times. Oh, and the thing is, the first time he was on, he took it so hard. Oh, Oh, he you could tell it hurt his soul that he got fourth place. Yeah,
2: he was the only one to have finished time. like dead last. Is that when
10: I
3: drafted? Yes, that was your first draft. Oh, crushed his dreams. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Well, Transformers still are Oh, and to he this. and he he was protesting. Like <laughs> it seems like the next two times I saw him, he was still talking about it. That oh. last call.
2: Oh yeah. Awesome. So yeah. we're talking about Walter, uh, our our boy from Last Call, the the brewmaster of Last Call, um, also the uh, the creator of, of both I- editions of BBK IPA. And uh yeah so we we let him come back. He he really enjoys drafting with us so we brought him back. Um he made an improvement. He got up to second. And then That's finally right. he shows up one more time and this happens.
8: So I had to break the tie between first and second. Oh. It was extreme. This is insane. Just really so we was. know.
2: This, folks, we have done, uh, I think this is episode 135, yeah. I believe. I'm so stressed out And now. we have done, I think, 70, uh, 70-something 70 drafts. Right. And this is the first time that a non-BBK member is going to win. Not exactly true.
8: Shut Just up, te- Scotch. I'm, I, you were not a member
2: then. Uh, am, I wasn't a member no, yeah, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Then, okay. The so, f- you, Why are you trying to steal thunder of these folks that are sitting here next why to me? Why are you she trying
8: got- to take the Ramirez bang? Because
3: fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because I got four. <laughs> and, and, uh, so I'm you so get Grenadine, Grenadine and no Grenadine? opinions. I wasn't officially on the show yet. I do not see Grenadine. And I won the first two drafts I ever did. So Is that Sprite and Grenadine right now? You got a Shirley Temple going on? I got Sprite going on. Because I'm some cherries. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, it's all right. Dance.
6: So
2: we have, we have a couple so here.
6: I want to say I want her to win because, I, you know, I want, but I also don't want to destroy her team and me to win. So I come in. First.
2: You can't regress. That's, <laughs> so
6: that's a good exactly. thing. Exactly. I can't regress. This I'll one. at least come in second. I want her to win because it'll make her happy. I also want to win because I want to win. So we'll I, 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 I have, have a, a
2: feeling. I don't want you to win.
6: Okay. Well, then I hope you come in second. Okay. So we've got
2: eight points and seven points as close as can be.
3: With a tiebreaker.
6: With a a tiebreaker. That's
2: right. Who is going to be getting collided (sighs) into and then slowly dropping the ball out of their glove? (laughs) Who dropped the ball? Please tell us right now.
8: I'm honestly trying so hard to figure out who is who. So the tiebreaker was the bitches get shit done. Uh Uh-huh. Which both of these teams have, okay, but one has harder than the other. So second place with eight points is team one. <gasps>
2: I really did not think team two had a chance. Best <laughs>
6: debut of a drafter though, right? Coming second place second for twice. the first ever draft, right? After me, the best of debut. course.
8: Gosh! Just give me my fucking moment, you jackass! <laughs> God
3: damn! Best best female drafter so far. Mm-hmm.
2: There you go. Right? Is, how about I, that? I, I, why, why why do you have to distinction? A drafter does not need to be male or female. They're all draftees. Draft. You don't
8: know what I have. Best be- <laughs> best
3: best, de- best debut yet. Yeah. Nice job, Kendra. That is Thank the you. best Thank draft you. debut
2: awesome. that we've ever had.
3: Thank you. This
6: is truth. I will say I said when I got to pick t- uh, to pick three. Uh, okay this is where I'm just going to throw this and just, I know who's judging and I don't think that I'm going to, I don't think that I'm going to be able to pull this off. I need to okay. hang out
8: more, Walter. I think That's so, what yeah. won it for you.
2: All right. Team two. Let's get to this. Our first ever non-BVK draftee winning a draft. Sharon Dion, Clueless bex and fat amy becca and no, i'm sorry becca and fat amy pitch perfect part of a b- pretty big ensemble mm-hmm. bride and oren ishi a lot Kildil. of ensemble there a lot of um, kelly and Susie, <laughs> wild things <laughs> i hope my wife uh youtubed or or, or whatever x videoed uh <laughs> <Wild> <laughs> things.
8: i didn't i thought i thought of that actually when i was thinking of memorable female duos that's pretty memorable so did
2: eleven-year-old so. Walter. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good story involved. That was that Aww. was that was classic. All right, so, so, we'll so have to
8: be Sharon Dion, to later. Dion were definitely a great. A great trio. On. Was this was
2: this your number one? So uh, was, was uh, Thelma Louise your number one? Got, yes, got the, absolutely. Okay, hundred percent. So Sharon Dion, Dion number two.
8: Now nah, they were they were on my must-have list. Uh, I wouldn't say that they were number two, but well, you said you were tie. grading
2: rounds, though, so they yes, got the... I was
8: grading rounds, absolutely, and they
2: got third in that round.
8: Yeah, Anna and Elsa would have gone before them. Okay, so uh, yeah, they definitely got dinged for Becca and Fat Amy as being part of an ensemble cast, but the Bride and Orenishi—that's what won it, absolutely. The fact that that went till the third round, and like I said, got the bitches get shit done. Bonus point: the fact too, thinking outside of the box. We're not looking at women who are necessarily working together, but as a duo, they are incredibly memorable. That fight scene is just—I want to watch that over and over again.
6: That's what I mentioned when I picked it. I said, "We're."
3: You said you threw the draft when you picked it, (laughs) and I said because we're going to go
6: duos doesn't mean friends doesn't mean you said you're channeling your inner Zach. I'm going to be Zach here, and I'm going (laughs) to throw in a Swedish horror film that no one has ever heard of. Oh. And I know Kill Bill's got higher notoriety than that, but I was like, this is the opposite of what I think everyone else has picked so he far. He also
3: had more like basically excuses before the draft mm. about how he wasn't going to win. Than anybody. Bases.
2: Well, I will say, yeah, he <laughs> th- that that is true. That is true. But I mean, of the Tarantino films, Melissa and I have watched Kill Bill more than any of them by far. Yeah, we actually we actually did the watched Kill Bill on DVD and then went straight to the theater to watch Kill Bill too. Like that was yeah. <laughs> that's 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 an important movie for us,
8: yeah, definitely one of my favorites, and then <laughs> wild things I mean it's not up there for me, but in the fourth round it was it was the highest pick, so.
6: But they're very yeah. memorable. Absolutely. And,
8: and, and you
2: have not? Have, have you seen this movie? Like, do you remember? I think
8: So, I mean, it was a really long time ago, right? Because
2: they're working together and like are, are <laughs> oh, like
8: they're, Well, they're I mean, they together. Yeah.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> think they, 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 they double cross.
8: Mostly speaking,
3: cross one. <laughs> does, does one of double cross the other at the end? Well, I haven't yeah.
6: seen that in a long time, but I know. That... Ask ask anyone about the movie Wild Things, and they're only going to talk about the scene where they're working
3: together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, they work very well together.
2: <laughs> are, are they life cards in a swimming pool, something <laughs> like that? Something like that. Okay, yeah, that's All what right. I figured. Okay. That is insane. Holy shit. I love, it.
3: I love it. I love it. That's great.
2: BVK history tonight, folks. A lot of I mean, after two plus years, we are now um, in uncharted <laughs> territories.
8: You are defeated. And
2: especially the uh, the fact that Scotch Beck said we're canceling the, the whole pod yeah, now. Yeah, we're
3: done. It's been fun. It's been a good
2: one. We may or may not be back together, but... So that wraps it up. Uh, this has been a, a fun year, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of laughs. It's funny that when you've done over 140 episodes, it just like you start to really kind of forget like, oh yeah, we did that movie or oh yeah, we talked about that. And it's, yeah. it is kind of fun. I'm just glad that we have this all down because uh, at some point in the future, it's going to be kind of fun to go back and listen to it and just kind of have this nice little snapshot of, of right. the last two years of our lives. Well,
3: I've, I've mentioned this many times. It's so amazing how many times, I mean, I'm on the show and we say all these sh- these things, we laugh our asses off. I, we leave and I don't remember any of it. And then I get to listen to the episodes and like be reminded of it. So I can't wait to listen to this episode because I don't remember any of the shit that we talked about tonight. <laughs> so I don't even know where I am.
2: Yep, that's true. And he's drinking thirteen percent beer, so <laughs> that might have something yeah, to do yeah. it with <laughs> <That's a good, laughs> it. Thanks, thanks, Hank. You know, yeah, for, for yeah, killing yeah. his brain cells.
3: Yeah, and, um, dude, and Hank, thanks for for sure. hanging out with us, and 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 this. I didn't know Hank before this year. I was
4: going to say this year. You, I met you guys too. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And,
3: and and so this has been the year of of the Hank, and uh, it's 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 been great to get to know you, man. And and I, I've said this before, you. you What I loved about you when you first came on was you took the role of judge seriously and it's some people think it's, it's silly, but damn it, it's more fun when you take it seriously and you put the work into it because, you know, um, it it just makes it more fun, better content. And so we we appreciate you and and thanks for hanging out with us all these times and tonight.
4: Yeah. Hope to be back next year.
2: Oh yeah. We will. We'll we'll, we'll definitely be, you'll be getting the call up and, uh, maybe we can figure out a new role for you. Maybe you can, uh, Get in the actual drafting. Ooh. A little oh, guest drafting for you.
4: Yeah. I'll leave it up to you. Whatever,
2: whatever you decide. Maybe we'll have Gov, Judge. Oh, wow. Dude, that's, that's We that's should dangerous. have an all
3: judge draft. Oh, Me, my who, brother, ooh, the wow. Gov,
2: and Hank. Oh, That'd man. be fun. And then, ooh. like as a team, the rest of us become like the the official judge. Yeah. Well, we can, Maybe we can work something like that out. We'll that would out.
3: be crazy. Okay.
2: Or, or or damn it. See, I just fucked it up. I should have just we should have had him on blind and and Hank shows up to draft and all of a sudden we're like, oh, and guess who your judge is?
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that's one we'd have to do a bit of oh, he um, comes
4: out of the back door. What? <laughs>
2: I know. So uh speaking of of I, I was thinking that would be a, a great video. Uh you know, BBK might be playing around some video at some point. Yeah. Uh twenty twenty four. We're we're looking to change some things up, so that might be uh uh something that happens um maybe we do five episodes and then we're done who knows there's a the, the possibilities are endless they the are BB- endless bbk podcast it's
3: it's it's interesting because it's like we're, we're trying to get the word out and, and so we're like oh shit you know how do we get it out there and so video seems to be the thing and yeah but who wants to look at this face i Me. know i don't i look at it all the time you know He's licking his lips. Did him lick his lips again? Uh, yeah. I was look, looking deep into again. those
2: those blue, <laughs> the blue eyes. eyes. I, I understand why I'm here. I just like
5: a, <laughs> I'm like the chaperone. <laughs> this
2: is what's going on. I see now. It's now, the end of the year, man. Yeah. It's time for celebration. Make, make some cartoon and, <laughs> caricatures, and coziness. We have a little a little fire going on over here, you know, we're just yeah. nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so BVK in, in 2024. Uh, next week, we're going to have uh, uh, some of our commercials. It's going to be just a commercials episode. Uh, it's going to be basically just any of the commercials we've done from all of our movies this year. Uh, they'll just be playing pretty much in order. There's not going to be a whole lot of discussion. It's just going to be, hey, if you don't remember some of those commercials, uh, some of them out of context will probably be pretty funny. Pretty weird. Too. And pretty weird. So uh you'll get you'll get some of the chat GPT ones we did. Uh It's just a, a wild little combination. So that's next week. And then in 2024, you can expect some new content. Uh Again, we we're still talking about what movie we're going to do to start off. Uh, we've got... Definitely our, our brew day is going to be coming up pretty soon mm-hmm. so we can start uh, brewing that new edition of BVK IPA. So we will let you know, BVK IPA release. We'll try to give you a little heads up. Uh, so
4: Another case, party, right? You're going to do another release party at the... Oh I
2: yeah. assume we will, yeah. I mean, it, it might not be a, a, a big or, or whatever, but if people want to come down and, and share our beer... Uh, it does sell fast, folks. I will tell you that much. If you're if you're trying to get yourself some BBK IPA, you want to get down there quickly. If not, show up for the uh, the release night because it is a fun night, and, uh-huh. and uh, there'll probably be some music played by people we know people who are friends of ours um, even maybe the guy across from, from from across from me right now I mean
3: the guy that's maybe played maybe, the
4: last two maybe I try to yeah. pull a strange brew and drink 6000 gallons of the <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: we'll just stick you in a corner and just let you we'll just just see how many you can do how so many you can do make sure you do. get
4: the fire department on, on call if you
2: and know. and then but you, every time you come over like people have to put like money it'll be like a little donation thing like you're keep keep Hank alive like we just got to put money in and he just <laughs> every time somebody...
4: there, that feels good eh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right so yeah that's bbk hey thank you out there to all of you who have been listening to uh best video kingdom we do appreciate all of you uh we've got a a, a strong the, the coolest thing about bbk is that our listenership it it, it grows slowly but you guys keep coming back for yeah. episodes um and uh we really love that uh tell your friends share the word uh we'll try to maybe figure out some new social stuff uh coming up here in 2024 and and try to help get the word out a little bit more send send uh, us
3: some ideas for movies yeah yeah. we don't really get anybody telling us hey why don't you do this movie or or even a genre hey do more i think they
2: just have a lot of confidence in us they're like these guys know what they're doing so why would you want to mess with greatness
3: good point
4: never mind more, more <laughs> harassment. You got it. On <laughs> All right, folks. Uh
2: take care of yourselves. Enjoy uh the, the last of twenty twenty three and uh we will see you bright and early in twenty twenty
3: four. Take
0: care. Bye-bye.
1: we oh.